And welcome to another week of The Real Money Show with your host, Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, the Senior Analyst and Vice President of Sales with Guildhall. And in studio with me today is my colleague and good friend, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. We've got a lot to talk about today, Jeremy. It's a big show. I want to get the numbers out there before we get started because, believe me, folks, when you hear this show today, you're going to want to use this number and the website. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven. 78silver and the wealth website that you want to go to to find out about precious metals is guildhallwealth.com. That's guildhallwealth.com. You are listening to The Real Money Show and our team has been here helping people in this silver, gold, platinum, palladium, precious metals world as well as natural fancy colored diamonds since 2002, long before the other people in this particular arena were around. We were thinking in sleeping and eating gold and silver. And it's a topic that we love to discuss. I will remind everybody that as you're listening to the show, the representatives of Guildhall, when you're talking to them, we are not financial advisors or planners and past performance of gold, silver, or colored diamonds is not necessarily indicative of future performance. In fact, it might be much, much better. We're going to tell you why we think so. But the number to call again for an investment package to get the Precious Metals Advisor, which is our weekly newsletter, we're happy to send that out free of charge to you. And of course, you'll get that every week, week over week, and it comes out on Tuesdays now, is one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. Now let's get talking about gold and silver. Jeremy, here we are. We're sitting, taping the show on Thursday. We're into the month of November. October has come and gone. It was a busy month for us at Guildhall. There was a lot happening in terms of the overall picture. And one of the things that we delved into was what was happening in this kind of sideways situation with both gold and silver. Well, as of late October into early November, we now have a slight bit of a rally developing in both gold and silver. And I will remind our listeners year to date that gold is up actually just under 10%, while silver is up just under 6%. That's as we tape the show today, both doing very well. And uh, our good friends over at Commodity Trade Mantra put out an article this week. In particular, we're going to focus on silver because it's something that we love to discuss. It remains, in our opinion, the single most under undervalued asset on the face of this planet. That's right. I said it. It is the most undervalued asset. It brings the best opportunity that I could put forth for anybody looking to protect their wealth and to make money in these markets. So this article is called Silver Looks Set to React Violently. It was released by Rajesh J. Shaw on October the 30th, and it is basically talking about the underperformance of silver, saying, quite frankly, that it has performed like a slingshot. It has been pulled back, and each time you think it's going to be released and let go, something causes it a slight more of a pullback, and then a little more pullback, and then a little bit more. And what we're viewing right now is a slingshot that's been pulled to its extreme. And when this slingshot is released, Jeremy, it will take $17, and we will look back at the price. And this could happen as early as this coming spring, folks. This is something that we're going to discuss on the show today. And it's going to hit the previous high and break through it, which we believe is $50 an ounce. And they're saying that this article in particular points to a number of reasons for that to happen. 
Well, before we get into what some of those reasons are, I want to just reiterate the fact that gold is a much, much bigger market than the silver market. And so what we see in these markets is silver amplifies anything that's happening in gold. So if gold starts to move up, silver's move up is stronger. If gold starts to move down, the, the downward draft in silver tends to be larger. So in the fact that we had a massive bull run for over 10 years in precious metals, we, we think that we're in the midst of a consolidation within a larger bull market, which we've seen over the last several years where uh, both gold and silver have been consolidating those, those gains after 10 years. So what you're seeing is gold came down in 2013, silver came down with it stronger. And so silver's having a bit of a tougher time getting over those $18 mark. And I think eventually we we really need to break the $22 mark in silver for uh, the, the fireworks to begin. So I think it's important just to keep in, in consideration that this is where the opportunity lies. Both gold and silver came down in 2013, which, by the way, they've both been moving up since then. We call it that stealth bull market where quietly the market's been rising. And we encourage everyone to take a look at some of these charts, to look at the year-over-year gains in precious metals in the last few years because they've not been too shabby. You know, gold last year was just under 6%, but it was 7% the year before, seven over 7% the year before that. We're over 6% right now. So these are the type of numbers that most investors would be happy with. Wait until the market really starts moving and that ratio between gold and silver starts to narrow. And it's some, that's another topic we'll go into a little later. You know what never ceases to amaze me, Jeremy, is the fact that people often don't consider where we've come from. And gold as a metal is up over 300% since we opened our doors. Silver as a metal up over 275% since we opened our doors. Both metals traversing over 20% on average per year. And that's an amazing feat, given the fact that both metals have virtually done very little in the recent uh, past of the last, let's say, 24 months or so. Yeah, I think the headwind against against a great performance that we're currently seeing, well, let's let's call it what it is. It's a, it's a good, modest performance. We're not talking about 2%, 3%. We're getting over what we would call real-world inflation, which is exactly what you want out of the precious metals, is to protect against that type of risk. But... The problem is, is that you're getting massive returns elsewhere, which is uh, distorting the the economy and distorting uh, the models that we're using to see what, what makes sense in an economy. So when the stock market keeps rising and you're getting bubbles everywhere, and we have a new term that we're going to talk about in the next uh, couple segments called the everything bubble. Everything and so, bubble. And so the metals don't look great compared to the everything bubble. But you've got to be prepared. Everything bubbles burst. Meaning your chance came and went if you were thinking of buying the stock market or maybe coming to a close very soon. And to think that, let's say in the US, the Dow Jones could reach 23,000 in and of itself, amazing, considering where it was not too long ago. But- can it go to 46,000? I mean, I wouldn't make that bet right now any more than I would bet that if I was paying a million dollars for a house in Toronto in five years from now, it's going to be 2 million. It won't be. There's going to be a correction and all things that go up large come down and there's always a boom. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver The website is guildhallwealth.com. I want to remind people 
we are having an excellent opportunity for you as an investor to get in, to learn more about precious metals investing, to find out about how to open up an account. We're going to be talking about allocated financing today. We'll give examples about that. Jeremy, we have a seminar coming up in office, limited availability of seating. It's very exclusive event. It's coming up very shortly. Uh, Give us some details. Sure. On uh, Saturday, November 18th, 10 a.m. It's uh, nice early in the morning. There will be refreshments and bagels, of course, because it's Saturday. We love bagels. And it's going to be at our office. Go to guildhallwealth.com, click on seminars. You'll see there and you can sign up. Again, seating is limited, but we're going to cover reasons to hold physical metal in your portfolio. At Guildhall, we have a a saying, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. We're going to show you the different different ways that you can hold physical precious metals in your portfolio, especially in investments like your registered accounts, whether you have a TFSA, a Lira account, a LIF, you want to get some precious metals into the RESP for your kids. This is the seminar where you're going to learn how it works, what to expect when you're getting involved in the market, and how Guildhall is going to walk you through that investment. All right. Guildhallwealth.com is where you can go and find out more information. It's listed on our website. You can call directly at one eight seven seven eight silver to get that information. Of course, talk to anybody here at our, uh, at our location, Jeremy, myself, anybody, Paul, that you've heard on the show, we're all happy to help out. Now, getting back to this, when it comes to going to that particular seminar, we are going to be talking about uh, some product in a minute. But this article that I was mentioning a little earlier, I do want to sure. I do want to just draw our listeners' attention to one or two sentences in this article, and then we'll post it for availability on maybe the Precious Metals Advisor or in our LinkedIn group. And from the article, I quote: "Prolonged underperformance by silver is the key sign that a bottom is in place." We know in silver that 1380 was the ultimate low. It hit it in 2015. We've Amen. been rising ever since. Amen. That's right. So we're about, you know, almost as of a couple of weeks ago, two, about 3 $4 off that bottom. And I mean, we were higher than that. But again, trading at just over around 17 20 25 it's very good right now. Now, the second sentence from this says, this silver chart really shows how unloved silver has been. But although the price has drifted slightly low over the past several years, volume indicators have improved, especially in 2017, a very positive sign. A break above the neckline of the pattern we see today will be a positive development and more have to contend with a quite strong zone of resistance, roughly between $26 and $28. Here's an analyst talking candidly without any reservation that really we're only going to have a tough time once silver hits 26 to 28 range, meaning between 1720 and $28 an ounce, there could be very little or next to no resistance at all. And there's different ways that we can play that investment in the market. You can hold it outright. You can buy it directly from Guildhall, whether it's through our e-store at guildhallpreciousmetals.com, or you contact us at the office and we can purchase it for you as well. You can just take it home. Or you decide that you want to store it because you're buying a larger amount. We have a facility in Toronto that's IROC approved, independent vault. You can go to the facility to personally audit your holdings, fully insured, great way to store product and you get the liquidity. You want to sell something, you pick up the phone, you can sell right away. You want to you want to get into the market really quick, you pick up the phone, you can get into the market a lot quicker. So there's a lot of advantages to a depository account. 
We can also use the same vault for the registered accounts where clients can go to the vault to personally audit. Again, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And the key to having physical metal in your portfolio is to hedge risks and owning that commodity. Now we're talking about ways to play that that move from 17 up to 28. That's where you might want to use allocated collateral financing. And that's something that we're going to get to right away on the show. All right. In the second segment, we're going to be talking about RCM gold and what happened this week with the potential fraudulent one ounce gold bar being found at an RBC in the Ottawa area. We're going to touch base on the new selection of a Fed chairman in the U.S. Mr. Powell is his name, and we're going to tell you a little bit about him and what to expect and how it relates to gold and silver. And we are going to start that second segment with an example of how you, as a buyer, can maximize and leverage your dollars, put them to work, get a 1,000 ounces of silver, which has a market value of somewhere around 22,000, 23,000 Canadian dollars for just a little over 10 grand. It's an amazing way to invest. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com, and we're on the Chorus Radio Network. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You're listening to the show that everybody wants to listen to if it comes to gold and silver investing. If you want to own gold and silver, this is where you're tuned. Jeremy and I are talking a lot today about very important things happening in the market. And the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver The website to see what we're talking about, get a feel for what it is you're buying as an investor and to look at gold and silver and bar and coin form, all of the things we're talking about and to get some information about the upcoming seminar on the 18th of November, limited seating, 10 a.m. at Guildhall's offices in Markham. It'll be a great event, food, refreshments, and everything gold and silver will be there. That is guildhallwealth.com. And that's going to be held on again on Saturday, November 18th, 10 a.m. Book your seat as soon as possible because it is very limited. Now, in the last segment, we were talking about an article that you were uh, looking at, Darren, where it was talking about the potential of where silver could go because it could definitely react violently. It's a smaller market than gold. It can be moved very quickly. Now, we're going to talk about some factors a little later on the show as to what could potentially really start to move it. But in the, in the article, he's talking about the fact that the market could comfortably go up to $28 before it meets any kind of resistance. In my personal opinion, I think we do have to get comfortably above $18 and $19. I think once we hit $22, I think it's going to be a straight run up, up to that next level of resistance. But when we start to talk about some factors a little later in the show... We believe the market could go much, much higher than just $28. Keep in mind, in that article, it's just resistance. It's not where the market should be really valued in in today's marketplace. So we think that given the fundamentals, whether it's supply-demand, whether it's the current price, uh, mining, things like this, we know that the price of silver could go much, much higher. Look, what can you buy today for $17? You know, that'll barely buy you a magazine and a latte. But there was a time where, you know, having one ounce of silver would buy uh, groceries for a family for an entire week. So we do have to keep that that in perspective and understand the value of silver. So we think that there is a way to play this move from just $17 silver all the way up to $28, which is allocated financing with Guildhall. That means the product is owned 
is is fully allocated. You have access to the product. We have clients who are even bringing us their own product to be able to to finance the market because they're seeing such great value at this point. And we don't want to miss this move because you don't want to be a day late when this market hits. If this market starts to take off, you could miss a quick two, three dollar move before you've even blinked an eye. So it's better to be a month early than a day late right now. Darren, let's talk about this uh, collateral financing, which is fully allocated product, and uh, let's let's think about an example here. All right. Well, this example is one thousand ounces. In today's market, if I wanted to pick up a thousand ounces from Guildhall and hundred ounce bars, I'm looking at an outlay of somewhere in the neighborhood of around give or take. 22, 23,000 Canadian. Now I can do anything I want with those bars. I take them home. I can put them into the storage in vault. And essentially if the price goes from where it is now at around $17 and 15 cents up to around $30 and 30 cents, essentially I've doubled my money minus the, the small fees I might have for storage, a couple of things for selling, you know, but essentially to double my money, I need the price of silver to rally from 17 up to $30 an ounce. Now, If you're listening to the show and you already expect that to happen, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about one of the most undervalued assets in the entire face of the world in silver. The story of which is unlike any other asset I've ever looked at. There are multiple analysts around the world that we trust and have been on this very show telling you the same thing. That silver's ultimate path is not to rise to 19 or 20 or $30 an ounce. We've already been there, folks. 2011, the price was $49 an ounce. 1980, the price was $52 an ounce. But at $17 an ounce to be considered a precious metal that some argue there is less of than gold above ground, come on, you got to take advantage of that if you want to protect your wealth and grow it. A thousand ounces using allocated financing, which is essentially just the concept of using other people's money, which is what people do in this world to get ahead as it is, that would cost you an outlay of roughly about 8,000 US or around about 10.3, 10.4 Canadian right now. Now, what do you get for that? You get 10 100 ounce silver bars. You get an inventory report. You get an inventory report and world-class storage. You get to visit your product, put your hands on it, take photos of it with the family, boast about it if you want. I don't recommend it. It's not safe to do so, but you get your product. It's yours. It has your name on it. It's segregated to you, the client, and you're laying out a fraction of what it would cost to get that. Now, here's the best thing about it. Think about $30 an ounce. That's probably a really, really big jump for you as an investor, especially if you don't know this market, to think about silver moving to. But the fact is, we're thinking that by spring of this coming year, the price of silver might, in fact, rally to 50 plus an ounce. If the price of silver goes from where it is at 17 and jumps up to 50 an ounce, that 10,000, 10.4 layout will be 300 plus percent more valuable to you by then. And if I factor in the cost of storage, which is next to nothing, it doesn't take much to realize how powerful an investment like this could be. Jeremy, I know we've had a lot of success with this over the years. There's been lots of clients that have come and gone using this system. What makes this unique to Guildhall? We've talked about the storage and the way it happens, the unfettered access that a client gets to his or her product. It serves as the underlying collateral, so there's no need for credit checks or anything of that nature. Obviously, it's not for everyone, but what in your anticipation makes this so special beyond that? Well, it's not just the way that you can get uh, additional leverage in the market, but it's also the way that you can accumulate more product because anyone who's been in this market longer than a year, let's say, it starts to become about how much do I have? 
you know, when I first started buying gold under $500 an ounce, you know, I was paying a larger, uh, I was paying up to $70 over spot to acquire the actual physical product. Today, margins have come down, even though the market prices is, is more than double that where I was originally buying it. And, you know, when you first buy something, you want to overcome the expenses right away. It's like opening a business. You want to make sure that you've covered all your costs and you get into the profit zone right away. And, you know, people look at this market and they see that gold and silver did hit some highs in 2011. And, uh, you know, it's old news now. It's not as exciting. But ultimately, we do know that the price of the metals can move much, much higher. Once you've been in the market long for a little longer, it starts to become about how much do I own? And so the collateral financing allows you to get to a place where you own more product. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. We do have a little bit of information on the site about the allocated financing program, and there are other ways to do it. Now, folks, we talked about uh, there being a little bit of a situation that developed this week at uh, involving the Royal Canadian Mint, and of course, we always want to get to the bottom of this because we're a supplier of Royal Canadian Mint products. We are a direct dealer, which means we get access to the administrative people at Royal Canadian Mint. We can speak with all the management there. And of course, as a expert bullion dealer and one of the finest in Canada, we demanded immediately that there be some information or feedback about the situation. Now, if you haven't heard about it, what happened allegedly was that a jeweler went into a Royal Bank of Canada, alleges that he bought a one ounce gold bar. He showed the gold bar in the news reports. You saw it all over the news probably. And when got it, when he got it back to his uh, jewelry store, he had his mill and he put the, the product in there and he had his jewelry uh, maker in the back room start to work with the gold. Now this is not the normal way things are done. They usually use different types of gold for this, but in this instance, he's using a one ounce gold bar, which he thought reportedly was from the Royal Canadian Mint, sealed in a plastic one ounce uh, bar container as it usually comes with all the proper and appropriate markings and identifications. And of course, the news report left no, no doubt that this was going to be a problem for the Royal Canadian Mint. Well, come the end of the week, we ended up getting a report and now as this week has progressed, we sent that report out to those who've requested it. We spoke with the Royal Canadian Mint at length about this and it turns out that this is in fact not a one ounce bar that came from the Royal Canadian Mint. It's a fraudulent bar that had no business even being at RBC, but it brought up a lot of uncertainty. So we've sent this out. Royal Canadian Mint said, hey, number one, it's not our packaging. <laughs> this doesn't even look like our bar. Number two, the markings on the bar are different than the ones we have. Number three, it's an outdated bar from 2012, not 2017, like the ones that we sell that come sealed in sealed containers directly from the mint. No, not at all. This was easy to see. It was a fake. And uh, unfortunately, now RMC, our Royal Canadian Mint, is actually helping RBC through an investigation, which hopefully we'll get some outcome on soon enough. So he... You know, look, guy goes to RBC, buys an ounce of gold, takes it, opens the package. Where I start to have a problem with it is that they did an invasive test on the product. Now, granted, they'd already taken out of the package and and with the intention of of destroying the the bar for uh, for creative purposes for jewelry, which is fine. But 
they tested the bar on their own using an acid test mm. and then they bring back the acid test bar, right? That's like saying, I bought a pair of shoes, I've opened it out of the package, I ran those shoes through the mud and they broke and now I'm bringing them back to the store. What's the real. store going to say? Right. My question is where I see a problem with this story though is that I'm not quite sure that the person who bought the bar, did they bring it back to the same person at RBC? Or were they speaking to someone different? Because I know from my experience with these type of institutions, you know, you get someone that doesn't know who you are, doesn't know your story, and they say, sorry, I can't help you. Um, You know, I think that Royal Canadian Mint's response is... Is, is pretty textbook. They basically said it's a counterfeit bar. It didn't come from us. So I think that's important distinction for, for the Royal Canadian Mint to make that they're basically saying, look, this wasn't our bar. It was a counterfeit bar. Um, now, I think it's important for our listeners to know how Guildhall works. Number one, Guildhall doesn't sell older product like that, especially on a regular basis. All of the product that we have sold throughout 2017 has been Royal Canadian Mint product from 2017. Now, every year, the Royal Canadian Mint is updating their product, updating their procedures, and creating more anti-counterfeit measures, even on the one-ounce bars. Uh, Especially this year, for instance, on the one-ounce bars, there's these little laser engravings all along the top, as if you would see on on regular coins, where you see this laser uh, groove and ingraining uh, around a coin. In these bars now, in the 2017, they're on top. So... You know, I see it as a situation where someone at RBC potentially, we don't know for sure, we'll wait till the investigation's done, but someone was potentially taking back product from the public and not testing the bars, and maybe they ask for a social insurance number, but the product then gets gets put into the in, into the, the loop with, with uh, RBC. At Guildhall, we don't deal that way. If we're taking back product from the public that didn't come directly from Guildhall, we test that before we even accept it back. That's a very big, important difference. All of our investments, like the depository accounts, the uh, allocated allocated financing accounts, the registered accounts, those are all closed loop. That means that the product comes into the vault directly from the mint and stays in the vault. And when we sell that product eventually, we sell it over to a wholesaler who has product at the vault. So they have their own storage section. So at essentially the vault. you're saying it gets moved from one side to the other. Right. So Still it comes loop. it comes from the mint to the vault. It stays in the vault. That's closed loop. You take product out of the vault, it's no longer closed loop. And that's the point. Is with our investments, they're a lot safer in that regard because you know it came from the mint. Uh, And speaking of that, just one last note on the Mint, any product that we receive comes not only in its regular package, but then in a a box that's then sealed by the Royal Canadian Mint. So this is a lot different than buying an individual bar that's clearly vintage at this point. So it'll be interesting to see how this works. And also we do have uh, testers at Guildhall and the Vault that are that are not evasive, that you don't have to destroy the product in order to test that it's real. 18778silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. We are going to take a break for a moment and when we do come back we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about how you as an investor can get yourself into some incredibly undervalued silver. 
2,000 ounces of silver, and I'm going to show you how you can get it for just a little over $21,000. You get control. It's in your name. You get to touch, see, have it segregated to you, but you get to make the money when it makes the rise that we think it's going to do. In addition to that, we're going to talk about the new Fed governor, Jerome Powell, that's being nominated by Trump. We're going to get into a little bit about real estate, and uh, we're going to talk about the everything bubble. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Talk Radio AM 640. And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. With me today is my colleague and good friend, Jeremy Wiseman, also with Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, this has been a jam-packed show. We've talked about a lot that's happening right now in the marketplace. We promised the folks that we talk about the new Fed chairman. We want to talk about our upcoming seminar. This is something that's amazing for those that are interested, those that care about their wealth and care about protecting it and want to grow their wealth. We've given some examples of allocated financing today. Why not come to a seminar? Let us write it up on the board and show you exactly how it works and why we're so uh, we're so excited about this opportunity with gold and silver being so undervalued at this point in time. Jeremy, why don't you give us a few more details? Sure. It's a great way to meet the team who you're, who you're potentially going to be working with for precious metals. Guildhall's been around since 2002. Uh, we've been doing the registered accounts for almost three years. It's been wildly successful. People want to have product in their hand. They just don't necessarily know the different ways that you can put physical precious metals in your portfolio and how it would work because it is different than owning stock portfolio, etc. So, The Precious Metals Seminar is Saturday, November 18th. It's going to be at 10 a.m. It's held at our offices near Highway 7 and 404. Go to guildhallwealth.com, click on seminars, get your seat right away because seating will be limited. Now, if you get involved in the registered accounts, for every $5,000 invested U.S., you're going to get one gram of gold. This is a great way for us to say thank you for getting involved Thank you for protecting your your wealth, getting involved in a, in a market that's going to hedge the risks. And we're going to talk about some of the risks that are out there in the market today. But we're also going to talk about right now what is going to drive the precious metals much, much higher. Well, let's focus in on one particular point. We've often talked about four fundamentals in this particular market, making or adding to the grand picture in terms of higher prices. We've talked about the US dollar. We've talked about inflation, which this new Powell chairman has a lot to say on, by the way, as a centrist and kind of calling up right the middle. We've talked about geopolitics. We've talked about probably the single most important aspect of why we're in a bull market right now, and that is supply and demand. And in particular, silver is a great, great story to be told. Picture this, back in the 70s, when inflation started to rear its ugly head, when gas prices started to go higher, when peak oil was a serious threat, when geopolitics of Russia, Afghanistan, and the 20-year war, and the Iran hostage situation, so much happening in the 70s that mimics what's happening now. But without the help of any Chinese investors or Indian investors, gold and silver managed to go up respectfully. Gold 2,300%, silver 3,200% in 10 years to a culmination of, through a culmination of factors to an ultimate high of 850 in gold and 52 in silver. Now gold has come and taken that 850 out with vengeance and gone to $1,900 an ounce. Silver has been as high as 49, almost back to its previous high. But the difference in supply-demand is the one area where I believe investors will find and understand the true meaning of how undervalued silver really is. 
And just one example of the supply is that in 1980, when there was about 3 billion plus people on the planet and China and India and Russia weren't involved in that market whatsoever, there was over 4 billion ounces of silver above ground. Now, remember, Lyndon Johnson took it out of minting in in the mid-60s because they said that supplies were running low. And so even at at over 4 billion ounces of, of silver in 1980... You know, companies like Kodak, which are no longer around, Tiffany's, companies that needed silver didn't panic. They had silver. They they had it in their portfolio already. They owned that physical commodity. They didn't panic when the market was rising. Today, we have less than 1 billion ounces of, of silver above ground. And silver isn't just used in cutlery and photography. It's in fact something that's used in far more than I think people would ever comprehend. And in terms of above ground supplies, Jeremy, maybe it would surprise our listeners to know that in fact, right now, above ground supplies have gone from that four, four and a half billion that you mentioned just a minute ago, all the way down to 900 million. In fact, of the last 25 years, 22 of them have been a shortfall for amount of silver coming out of the ground in terms of the demand, which means they've had to go into the open market and use up all of the large supplies. There is no government in the world that any longer has a hoard of silver. Surprise, only gold. There's no central bank that's currently on a massive buying binge of silver. So that's yet to happen, despite the fact that silver has gone to $49 an ounce. There's only one entity that's gone ahead and created their own stealth stockpile of silver, and that's J.P. Morgan Chase. Wow, what do they know that we don't? They're a bank, and we tell you folks, never bet against the bank. But if you look back at that 1970s, what's amazing to point out, and that means, by the way, that there could be more gold above ground right now than silver. There is. There's no doubt. There's got to be over 5 billion ounces of, of gold, which means right now, in fact, Closer above, to 7 billion ounces. above ground supplies of silver are more rare than gold. That's right. And yet silver's trading $17. at $75 to 1 ratio of silver, meaning you need to own 75 ounces of of silver to equal one ounce of gold. All right. Historically, that was 16 to 1, and the average over the last 100 years has been 40 to 1. In 2011, we got down to 35 to 1. So these are a lot of numbers, but the point is, is that if we were to get down to 40 to 1 right now, we're going back above $30 an ounce. Exactly. So hence, let's use some in allocated 70s, financing to absolutely. get involved. In the 70s, coinage, photography, silver jewelry, silverware, and table settings. That's your main supplies right there. Yeah, That's there's the sto- main demand on silver above ground. Darren, there are literally stories that when silver was getting up to f- above $40 an ounce in 1980, that there were lineups around Scotiabank and people had cutlery in their hands. You know, we don't use silver cutlery anymore. But you'd be surprised at where you do own your silver. It's in your microwave. It's in your athletic clothing. It's in your transition lenses. It's in your water purifier uh, that's sitting in your your fridge. It's in your um, lithium batteries. It's in it's in every light switch you turn on. It's in your laptop computer and your cell phone and all of these things. So then it's not getting recycled. Nobody's pulling apart their cell phone to try and get the little tiny bit of silver. No, it's not like palladium. People are people are now going in and getting the palladium right. out because it's worth it now. Right, so of course. Prices will have to go significantly higher, but it's also price inelastic. If the if you need a quarter ounce in every computer as an example and the price triples from here, who cares? 
Who cares? You can you can absorb that cost somewhere else. Yeah, you're not. Who cares? You're not going to stop making computers because the price goes to sixty dollars an ounce. That's what I love about going forward in this market. Let's just say we're wrong, and the entire market continues on this rampage, and the Dow and TSX rises to thirty six thousand, double what it is, and and we go up to uh, you know forty thousand and change in the Dow, and home prices go crazy, and the economy's great all over the world. Silver still stands a chance at being hundreds, not just. 10 or $15 higher, hundreds of dollars higher because we're going to run out of it. In our lifetime, I'm amazed to be able to sit here today and talk to you as an investor and tell you that in our lifetime, we are going to run out of silver. The last geological survey done in 2005, massive study, they said with current technology that 2029 would be the year in which they estimate we would run low than, you know, two, there'd be nothing coming out of the ground unless we increase technology. Well, this is the other problem, right? That the more the price doesn't rise, the more the, the mining sector gets decimated. You start, you know, the mining sector says, okay, well, we're just going to close shop. We can't make any more money. We've borrowed so much money and now we owe it to the bank and we're not being profitable. So they go under or they get absorbed. And eventually you end up with just the speculative plays where they're just digging holes saying, well, you know, we know there's silver there. We're just not actually digging it up. So there is a real world fundamental at play, which says the market is going to have to go much, much higher before the mining industry ramps up. What's what? What am I trying to say? The fact is, is that mining is behind the the market. Silver could go to $50 before a mine decides, okay, we're going to start ramping this up now. And it could take two, three years. So the market could have serious legs on it. We were just talking about ratios. I find it really interesting to look at the ratio. This is something Egon van Greyerts was talking about in a recent article that, you know, in 1999, the ratio of gold to the Dow was... Um, upwards of, I believe, 98 to 1. And today it's trading at 17 to 1. Now, at the peak in 2011, we were down to about 4 to 1. But on the average, gold is performing incredibly against the Dow, which that seems to be the only thing people want to talk about is how how much it keeps going up. And the question is, is well, if everyone has already invested all of their cash into it, we'll show you an article that discusses that, and the earnings on all of these stocks are so beyond what they actually should be, in even a, in even a robust market, these numbers are well beyond that, let's start looking for value. I mean, investors are no longer looking for value. They're just following the herd. Well, we know what happens to lemmings if we follow the herd. So we want to be have a little bit of of precious metals to to diversify because physical precious metals are negatively correlated to all of these paper assets. All right. We've got some incredible specials on the website right now, Jeremy. One ounce gold bars, probably one of the best prices in the country, 3% over spot, incredible opportunity for people if they just want to take it home, add to their stack, put it into the depository or use it to get an allocated financing account open. If you've already got it, bring it back. Show us what you had. If you bought it from Guildhall, we'll use it to open up your allocated financing yeah, if you, account. If you had $10,000, you could buy you know, three and a half ounces of gold. You could do uh, 400 ounces of silver, or you could do the allocated financing and get 1,000 ounces of silver in the market. That's so right. This could be a gr- good opportunity to get started. We've got a seminar coming up. November the 18th, 10 a.m. in the morning at the offices of Guildhall Wealth Management. We're going to cover all registered accounts. We're going to talk about some of these incredible opportunities that we've been touching base on here today on the show. 
$25,000 spend on any colored diamond. That gets you diamond studs free of charge from now through to Christmas as our thank you to the holiday season, Christmas time. And again, we didn't have time today to touch much on colored diamonds because in the fourth segment, we have a lot to talk about, folks. We're going to be touching base on how to get 5,000 ounces of silver into your account. And believe me, you don't want to tune away because with prices going towards what I believe in our opinion will be $50 an ounce in the near term, this could be one of the best ways you could protect and build wealth. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Talk Radio AM640. Once again, welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. With me today is Jeremy Wiseman, my colleague and friend here at Guildhall, your right-hand man and expert in everything precious metals. We've been talking today about a lot of topics, and we covered a lot of ground on today's show. We've given examples of how to get into the marketplace. We've talked registered accounts, allocated financing. I want to show that we don't just have small accounts at Guildhall. We let everyone come into the market, and although our bread and butter is the mom and the dad looking to invest their money and the business owners and the entrepreneurs, Sometimes people that have a little more wealth and they want to make a sizable investment, they are also at Guildhall. And that is what makes Guildhall so fantastic is that we cover a broad spectrum of investors. The example of allocated financing, when we look at silver and how undervalued it is, we talked about supply and demand and to believe that there's less ounces above ground of silver than there is gold right now. And nobody talks about it. The mainstream doesn't point that out. And that's something that we can basically see from numbers that are available to anybody right now. If I wanted to get into this market and allocated financing was my main way that I wanted to do it, I might like the concept of using other people's money. 5,000 ounces of silver. Typically, I'm going to be laying out around, give or take, about eighty-five to $90,000 US to buy those, those, uh, those 5,000 ounces. And that's US dollars. If I wanted to get into that market, I'd have to see and wait for $17 an ounce to move up to $34 an ounce to double my money. If I'm using allocated financing, however, through Guildhall Wealth Management, where I get all 100-ounce bars, I'm going to get 50 of them, 50 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint solid silver bars that are going to be put into my account, segregated in my name, allocated, as you said, Jeremy, these accounts are second to none in the world, in our world-class vaulting facility where I can access my product buy and sell by phone call, put in stops, use all kinds of great market tools that are not available to other people in other firms and other places, I would be laying out right now, believe it or not, about $52,000 Canadian to control 5,000 ounces of silver. Every dollar movement in the market is a $5,000 gross return to me, US. So if I get an $8 move in the market, I'm going to be making a big chunk, folks. It's going to be double my money. And that's just our opinion about where the market's going. But if this is something that sounds right for you, it couldn't be easier to get into the market and do it. Now, Jeremy, we've talked about that at length here on the show. I want people to know this is a crazy time right now because Trump is about to announce a new chairperson. In fact, we're waiting for it today. And as we're taping the show today, he hasn't said it formally. I do believe they're speaking right now, but he's about to offer up a man by the name of Jerome Powell. Now, Powell is currently part of the banking system. He's a wealthy elitist person. He's been in the Fed for some time since Obama elected him back in 2014, I believe. And this guy is kind of center of the of the line. He's going to probably take a lot of the policies Yellen already put in place and continue forward with them. 
But one particular topic that they're interested in discussing so far in the short term is what happens to inflation. Some of the bankers want inflation to start rising. It is already rising. We know it is, but they want to, on paper, make it go higher. We were talking earlier in the show about everything, and I mean everything in the marketplace having its time and space, but this more than ever is a bubble situation. We are in a huge bubble, and we were talking about it, and it's important for the people to know. The the Fed and its policies have created a Frankenstein, and now they're trying to figure out ways to maneuver this Frankenstein around now, they don't call it a Frankenstein. They call it an economy, but they're they're playing in waters that people just should not be playing in. Bernanke saved the world with low interest rates. Yeah, but he screwed an entire generation of potential investors. There's no more yield. Forget the pension funds. There's no yield in pensions anymore. So what do people do? They throw their money into risk, more risky assets. And all of a sudden, within the last 10 years, real estate became an actual commodity around the globe. These are, these are the consequences which economists are supposed to be trained in seeing the flip side of coins. I think that if Trump was looking for status quo in the Fed, then he would have just kept yelling. 100%. I think that if uh, Danielle DiMartino Booth were here, she'd probably say, because she wrote the book Fed Up and we had her on the show, I think she would say, well, at least we have someone who is not a PhD in uh, economics as the potential chairman of the Fed. What does that mean? It means they're not tied to models. It means he's got some real world experience. Um, maybe he can negotiate what, what's been going on, but let's keep, let's keep focus on what's actually happening in terms of the fed interest rates are near all time lows in England. They just raised the rate once they're saying they're calling it a one and done. They haven't raised it in years. They finally raised it. They said they're not going to raise it again for a long time. And and instead of the British pound rising, it went down. They telegraphed the movement. What's going to happen when, when Yellen does the same thing in December, I ask? What's going to happen to the price of metals if the, if, the, if the dollar starts going down? Well, you know, you have to own it before that happens. When Brexit occurred and you, the pound lost 30% of its purchasing power instantly, you either owned gold, which went up 30% in the British pound, or you didn't. You simply lost that purchasing power in fiat currency, or you protected it by having gold. The Fed are in a pickle. They're between a rock and a hard place. Pick whatever you want to, you know, whatever analogy you want to use there. The fact is, is they can't raise rates because you've got to pay, you've got to pay interest on trillions and trillion dollars in debt. And you can't raise rates because now you're going to tank all the people who are, who, are, who are trapped on credit. And so how do you get inflation when everything is, is becoming deflationary in that scenario? Now, you can't even pay off. They haven't even started to pay off their balance sheets. So what is a single chairman going to do? I, I don't think much. I think you have to look at the everything bubble and understand the complexities and and just the general problems that are out there in terms of looking at the stock market. And people don't care about the risks anymore. Complete complacency across the board. Let's talk about the everything bubble because I think that's going to put things a little more into perspective. And this sends gold and silver higher, yes? Yes. For sure. You know, look at, look at uh, you know, 
This is a, a new term, everything bubble. You're seeing it more and more and more. You can just do a, ser- a Google search term. Now they're calling it the everything bubble. And Charles Hughes Smith, who's a great writer, um, he was talking about it and he just said, you know, a couple problems. Here are some problems that the Fed has. The stock market is declining. Solution, create new money and buy, buy, buy stock index funds. Problem solved. Market stops falling and quickly rebounds as central banks have our backs. Well, doesn't the stock market know that? Don't they know that the the Fed is going to come in and save them? I mean, when banks were too big to fail, that just said, that's it. We are going to protect the banks from here on out. It turned, it changed everything in our world. No longer were were bad behavior uh, punished. It was rewarded. <laughs> so what do you think has been happening ever since? Let's look at another another example. Problem. Interest rates are inhibiting lending and growth. Solution. Create a few trillion units in currency and buy enough sovereign bonds to drop interest rates to near zero. Let's look at another one. Problem. Nobody's left to, who can afford to buy the new, the new nosebleed priced flats that underpin China's miracle growth economy. Solution. Create new currency. Lend it to local government agencies who then buy the empty flats. Problem. Stagnant employment and deflation? Solution. Create a, create a trillion in new currency, buy a trillion in new government bonds that then fund infrastructure problems such as bridges to nowhere. And you know what? When the proverbial you-know-what hits the fan, guess what goes higher, folks? The risk on assets. Gold is going to skyrocket. Silver. It is so undervalued at this point in time, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for what the near term holds. By spring of this coming year, we could see silver as high as $50 an ounce, maybe even higher. And if you're listening to this show and you like the idea of owning gold and silver, you've come to the right place. Use the number, which is one eight seven seven eight silver Call that number. Get the Precious Metals Advisor, our free weekly newsletter. Get an investment kit. It's free of charge. It'll tell you a little more about what we offer. Or go to the website. It's guildhallwealth.com. And there you can see exactly what we're talking about. Sign up for our seminar, November the 18th. 10 a.m. It's limited seating. We're going to have about maybe room for what 20 people, Jeremy, 25 people yeah. at the most. Yeah. It's going to be jam packed. We're going to have some food and refreshments, and of course, we welcome all of your questions there at that time. You can look into investing further. You can bring all of your information with you to get involved in these markets, and you can make a purchase right there as well. We're just starting to wrap up on the show here. Malden Economics put out a chart. That, again, they're talking about the everything bubble. There was the dot com bubble in 2000, housing bubble and now in in 2007 and today we have the everything bubble they're talking about cryptocurrency bubble real estate bubble stock market bubble auto bubble corporate credit bubble i think that one is something you know we talked about with corporate buybacks stock indexing bubble there's just there's bubbles everywhere and all we're saying is look own a physical commodity that is negatively correlated to fiat currencies and anything that's denominated in fiat currencies. And, you know, whether it's 10, 15%, consider it, look into it, Can look into the, the aspect of holding physical precious metals. There was a great article a couple weeks ago put out um, in Bloomberg that talked uh, where the author looked at gold in various ways in their portfolio and he came out and said, you know what? It's a really good thing to have in your portfolio. Yellen couldn't find inflation last week. Well, we're seeing it everywhere. That article from Charles Hughes Smith, try textbooks and college tuition, childcare, healthcare, food and beverage and housing. They're all up well over 5%. The only things that are, are a little cheaper are things like new cars, clothing, cell phone service, and TVs. 
we got a lot more to talk about next week on the show, Jeremy, but we're going to wrap it up right now. Remember, folks, November the 18th, we have a seminar at Guildhall Wealth Management in our offices. Go to our website to get registered there. Again, if you're investing in a registered account for every 5,000 US you're putting in up to a maximum of 10 grams, we're going to give you one gram for every 5,000 you put into that registered account. It's something you ought ultimately end up doing every year anyways. Why not put it into something that you control, that you can make the decisions on, and that you know exactly what's happening when it does move up and down. You've been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Talk Radio AM 640.